Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to a Shape the Culture's weekly podcast where every week it is our goal, our aim, our mission to deliver a creative, authentic, in- inspiring message, a word straight to you, the people. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited that you're here. If you're a first time listener, I just want to say how much I appreciate you giving us a chance, checking us out, however you found your way here, whether it was through recommendation, seeing it on social media, hearing from a friend, a loved one. Or, you know, maybe you just stumbled and found your way here, but I'm glad you're here. I hope you enjoy this time as you listen to this message. I hope that you subscribe on whatever podcast provider that you tune into. You can also visit us at shapetheculture.org where you can sign up and have the message delivered to you personally every week with a message from me, your host, Malcolm White. If you're a continuing listener, I just want to say thank you so much for continuing to listen, continuing to give us your time, learning with us, growing with us. As we always say here at Shape the Culture, man, this is a journey that we are on together. You and I, it is us together on this journey as we progress through life and really aim to shape the culture. So thank you so much. This week, we are beginning a new series, which will be entitled Strictly Judas. This this series will be all about Judas taking a creative and authentic work authentic look from my perspective of the life of Judas and how much he meant not only to Jesus and the church, but I think also to us. I think Judas, as we learn and grow through his story, we're going to see how much we can actually relate to him. And so I am going to be reading from the book of Mark chapter three. I'm going to be going from verses 13 to 19, and they read like this. Afterward, Jesus went up on a mountain and called out the ones he wanted to go with him, and they came to him. Then he appointed 12 of them and called them his apostles. They were to accompany him, and he would send them out to preach, giving them authority to cast out demons. These are the 12 he chose, Simon, who he ended up naming Peter, James and John, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, Thaddeus, Simon, and Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. And so this week, we are moving forward with the new series entitled Judas. For this series, I want to take a look at a biblical character that is that is referenced often. Like, I feel like we hear about him. You know, we always hear about what he did and what he did, what he contributed, but I feel like we don't really discuss him. Like, I feel like we just say his name. We talk about what he did, but we don't really discuss him. And Judas played such an important part in Jesus's story and the gospels. He is always labeled as the man who betrayed Jesus. You know, some people say that he's the reason that Jesus was delivered to the cross. And some people ultimately believe that Judas is, Judas is responsible for the death of the Messiah. While this is stressed and used for life lessons to teach about betrayal and friendships, I find it interesting that even Jesus considered Judas a brother and a friend. And even as we just read, Jesus saw something in Judas that made him call him to be one of the 12 disciples. And at a certain point, even Jesus understood that Judas would betray him, but he also understood that Judas had to betray him for his mission to be complete. And and that's something that we're going to get into more as we continue in this series. 
And I want to discuss Judas because not only do we surround ourselves with people like him every day, you know, people that may not have our best interests at heart, people that do just kind of want to maybe use us and ultimately will betray us. But I believe we all struggle with the Judas inside of ourselves. I think we are we are literally split in two. Inside each of us is the potential to access everything we are capable of, like Jesus. But then also inside of us, we have the power and the ability to betray ourselves like Judas. And so to begin the series, I read the calling of the 12 disciples. And this is important to me because it shows that at first, Judas was like all the rest. There, there was no question. He came off as a, as a disciplined follower ready to travel with Jesus, prepared to spread the gospel, and considered and considered one of the chosen few that would actually start the church. And think about it, because we just went through a series called I Am Human, where a lot of, we talked about the disciples and their power and what they did. And we focused on people like Peter and John and James. And these are people who would go down in the history books as the men closest to Jesus. But Judas was called right with them. I love that in the beginning, we see Judas as anointed as everyone else. To me, this illustrates that it's somewhat easy to mask our shadow self. It it becomes literally a learned behavior to shy away from our dark side. To the people on the outside, we can put on a front of being holy and having our lives together. Like, think about it. Imagine how people looked at at Judas as he walked with Jesus and the rest of the disciples. Imagine the praise and recognition he received. And we get so caught up in the image of Judas betraying Jesus that we forget that it wasn't always like that. At one point, Judas was traveling, performing miracles, preaching, and healing like all the others. And all the stories that you read in the Bible about Jesus's ministry, of Jesus performing those great miracles, delivering those powerful messages, and ultimately really changing the world, shaping the culture, Judas was right there beside him. He was there for it all. And so now imagine witnessing all of this and still feeling undervalued, unloved, even fearful, because I believe this was Judas. I believe the struggle Judas faced is the same struggle we face every day, no matter what you want to call it. We battle within ourselves to conquer our demons, change our ways, and ultimately become the best version version of ourselves. And doing the inner work it takes to unlock our true and full selves is the hardest work there is because our culture loves to preach about living up to our full potential. We love to daydream about the day we we will unlock our, our greatness and suddenly change our lives forever. We wait for the day we have everything we ever wanted because we feel like we deserve it. But we have to pay attention to how much work it takes to reach that level. Because two things, it doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen automatically. And we can see this demonstrated in the life of Judas. The call of the disciples that we just read is a reminder not to focus on the outside impressions because outside, yes, we can be the best. We can look the best. We can talk like the best. We can walk like the best. But on the inside, we're all waging our own war. On the inside is where the emotional, mental, and spiritual development is happening. This means we have to take more care of our input, 
what we're intaking, the content, the conversations we're having, the time that we're spending, what we're reading and listening to. Because something that I believe and that I'm focused on is that faking it until you make it doesn't work for everybody. And and if I'm being honest, I don't really think it works for anybody completely. I don't believe that it's the best solution that we should be trying to do. Judas was caught between a rock and a hard place because as Jesus called his name among the crowd, like I, I just can't get over, you know, imagine Jesus, you know, saying, Judas, come here, be one of my 12. I can only imagine the immense pressure he felt. I can only wonder the thoughts that raced through his head as, as he thought about not being ready, not being prepared, not being able to live up to his full potential as he's waging his own war on the inside. And I think to us, that happens every day. The spirit of God calls out to us every day. We all feel this incredible pressure to become somebody, to do something and and ultimately to matter. We work every day to find out what we're meant to do and how we're meant to do it. And in our culture, like I said, as, as as we tell people live up to their full potential without really telling them how to, this tends to look like external work because, you know, we may hop from job to job trying to find that right one. We'll try out various crafts. We'll, we'll work on different skills and participate in many activities. And we, we have this mindset that the more we do on the outside, the easier it will come to manage what's going on inside of ourselves. But I think the reverse is true. I think the more we focus on what's going on inside of us, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, we will see better results. The inner work tends to manifest itself externally. When we work on inside of ourselves, we we start to see our outside world get better. We see it with a different perspective. Our eyes become more clear. That clarity is real. Because when we focus too much on the external, we leave our internal world to crumble. Because if you don't focus on that, Nothing will help it. The story of Judas has a lot to teach us about maintaining our sanity along with our mental and emotional health. Each and every day, we must make a conscious choice to choose to be our best self. We must decide not to betray ourselves and others by focusing on what's for us instead of allowing ourselves to get comfortable faking it until we make it. And so that's why beginning this series, I wanted to just start with the call. The call of the disciples, which was still Judas's call. He was still called with all of them. And like I said, I think sometimes we focus more more on his betrayal because that is, you know, his climax. That is his plot. But we have to remember that Judas was still a human. He was still a man that was traveling with Jesus, learning, going through every emotion, going through those struggles. And we can learn from that because we go through those struggles, too. And sometimes we tend to just focus on the outside and not on the inside. So starting this message, starting this series, I really want us to start focusing on thinking about what's going on inside of us, paying attention to the struggles that we go through because we're all going through them. So thank you so much for tuning in to another Shape the Culture message. Like I said at the beginning, I hope that you enjoyed your time here. I hope you found something that that sparked a thought inside your head, maybe lit your heart or soul on fire a little bit, gives you something to think about today, for the week, for the month, for your life. 
Remember, we follow the model of each one teach one. So if you learned something from this, if you heard something that you enjoyed, share it with the friend, share it with the loved one. Let's continue to build this community. Let's continue to be to shape the culture and be the change that we want to see. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all.